The following production is brought to you by Derek Lamont Enterprises, a subsidiary of LBM Entertainment, exclusively licensed for use on Patreon.com. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your weekly lines. Uh, before I get started going over the lines, I want to show, um, first of all, congratulate my good friend Courtney, who was once a member of the All Our Nonsense podcast team, still one of my best friends in the world. Um she actually, her and her brother Carl just launched their Weekly Lines podcast. They go a little more in-depth in, into what they would bet for thing, uh, for games and things like that. Um, they don't go over every line, but they cover a lot of stuff. So I really think you guys should listen to their podcast as well. Um, I'm actually going to put a link here um, in the description. If you are following on the free feeds, it'll be there in the um in the description in the podcast notes and things like that uh but again congratulations to courtney and carl uh i think you guys did great i can't wait to hear more i think the sky's the limit for both of them i think they're very very talented and as a sibling team couldn't be a more knowledgeable you know group of two people who just really really freaking know sports very well so again shout out to them i thought the episode was great i can't wait to hear more and I hope that you guys will subscribe as well if you're looking to get into betting NFL games and action and things like that. But whatever, here we are with uh, the Derek Lamont experience slash all our nonsense weekly lines. I actually go over every game. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and record this so I can get this out before on the Patreon before tonight's game. Thursday night football, the 2-0 Carolina Panthers versus the 1-1 Houston Texans. This is a matchup of the NFC South versus the AFC South. Carolina is currently favored at eight points. Um, Houston's played a lot better than they've been expected to play. I'll tell you that. Um, I think week one, they played Miami. They played, they played them really well and took that game. Week two, they actually played Cleveland really, really well and only lost that game by a little bit. So I'm kind of surprised this is at eight. I'd say more of this should be in about the six range. But I do have Carolina favorite, but I'm just surprised that it's a full eight points. This is very surprising. Going into the slate of games on Sunday, we have the Washington football team at 1-1 one one going to Buffalo to face the Bills, who are also at 1-1. One one. That's a noon kickoff. Buffalo is favored at 7.5. That's about right, if not a little low. This is a game that probably should have been 8, in my opinion. I just don't think that Washington's a good football team. I don't think they have an identity outside of Chase Young. Uh, Heineke, or Heineke, however it's pronounced, serviceable but he's bounced around the league as well as the XFL and stuff like that for a reason. He's not a starting quarterback, and you're not going to be able to go the long haul with that kid. But, you know, again, I, it's not that I dislike the kid or anything like that. I just He's not a starting quarterback. He's not an NFL starting quarterback, in my opinion, and this is not a long-term answer for Washington, and that's why I just don't like them in this game. And obviously I don't like them in their division, and they play probably in the worst division in the NFL so I say, if anything, this game should be eight or more, but we'll see. Uh, in Cleveland, the Chicago Bears will face the Browns on Sunday. Also, that's noon kickoff. This is Cleveland by seven. Uh, word came out that Andy Dalton is still injured. Justin Fields will start. As much as I like Justin Fields, he's a rookie quarterback. He's going to struggle. That's why we don't expect we don't expect rookies to make the Super Bowl. So it's not going to happen. Um, I think Dan Marino made it. I think his second year, Patrick Mahomes took him three years or so to make it to the Super Bowl, which is very quick on both accounts. Dan Marino never made it back. Mahomes won one and then played another one the following year. It's very hard to make it to the Super Bowl. However, 
not to discourage the Chicago Bears fans, but to discourage the Chicago Bears fans at the same time. He's a rookie. As much as, again, I like Justin Fields. I really, really liked it. And I've said multiple times I hate that you guys were in the position to draft him because I absolutely hate the Bears. But seven is a stretch. If you guys are within seven by the end of this game, I'd be very surprised. Cleveland's a better football team, and you have a rookie quarterback who is 100% going to struggle. And I don't know if you guys knew it, but they got two really good edge rushers in Cleveland and Jadavian Clowney on one side and Miles Garrett on the other side of the ball. They're going to make it very tough for Justin Fields on Sunday. I believe this should be Cleveland by nine, if not more. I feel like this is a touchdown field goal type of game. I just seven is very generous. Uh, And also the Bears are on the road. Keep in mind, I I know it's still a Midwest town and things like that in Cleveland, Midwest City. So the Bears aren't traveling too, too far, but yeah, I, I don't know. Justin Fields has to play the whole game. He came in in relief of Andy Dalton last week. He's got to play the whole game. And this being seven is very generous, in my opinion. Baltimore Ravens, 12 o'clock kickoff against the Detroit Lions. That's on CBS. The other two games I mentioned so far are on Fox. And then Thursday Night Football is on the NFL Network. Baltimore 1-1, one one, Detroit 0-2. Oh <laughs> Baltimore by 8. Um it, it, to me, it looks like the, the odds makers looked at what Lamar Jackson was able to do in bringing uh, the Ravens back last week, but they're still not giving them any, any respect because they're playing the Detroit Lions. However, I, I guess they're giving Detroit the respect of being at home, and that's why this game is only at eight. I feel like it should be a bit higher, to be completely honest with you. But again, what does Derek know? I don't make, I'm not a bookmaker. I'm not Vegas, so I don't set these odds. I just feel like Baltimore's more than a touchdown better you know than the Detroit Lions more than a touchdown I'm sorry and it, it at eight it is more than a touchdown but really it's not because you're saying they're either getting the six and a two-point conversion or the six and they're going to miss a kick and then they'll get a safety somewhere or something like that it doesn't have to be exact but again I think they're way more than just a touchdown better than the Detroit Lions so I'd have this one really at 10 or more I think this is an 11 point game in my opinion that's just what the way I'm looking at it. I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong. But, again, Detroit's at home, so I guess they're showing them that a bit of respect. But I got this one at least at 11. Um, another NFC South – I'm sorry, AFC South division matchup, actually, the 0-2 Indianapolis Colts against the 1-1 Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is at home. That's a noon kickoff on CBS. Tennessee is favored by five. Um, that's about right. I don't really give either team an edge here and Looks like they're giving Tennessee the edge because they are at home. This is a pick'em game, if you ask me. Um, but more actually, well, I tell you what, Eason is now in. I don't know if um, Carson Wentz is not going to play, as far as I know. So I think that's why Tennessee's only favored by five. But I think maybe no. This still, <sighs> what is Carson Wentz really worth? Is the question. What do they believe he's worth? Um, Philly won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but Wentz did not play in the playoffs. That was Nick Foles. But they wouldn't be in the playoffs without Carson Wentz that year. So you have to attribute some of their success to him. But he hasn't been able to stay healthy other than that. The indictment on Indianapolis ever since Peyton Manning got hurt, we're almost, what, a full 10 years from that happening or something like that. The indictment on the Colts is we don't really know who they are. They don't have an identity, and they haven't really had one. From Peyton, they went to Andrew Luck, and then Andrew Luck had the very short career. Um, I just don't know who they are, 
And that's why this being five is strange also because Tennessee is at home and you give them the advantage with the ball running at home with Derrick Henry. I think this is more than a five-point game. This is very strange. So uh, that's one I'll keep my eye on. Uh, next up, the one and one Chargers versus the one and one Chiefs. The Chiefs are at home. This is an AFC AFC West matchup. CBS 12 noon kickoff. Uh, KC favorite by six and a half. I'm not going to go deep into that because that feels about right, to be honest with you. Um, they really can't. Their defense isn't really up to snuff, and I think that's why it's only six and a half because you could honestly have this this line a bit higher. I really like Justin Herbert as a quarterback. Um he doesn't have too many. I mean, he's got serviceable weapons in Keenan Allen and um, I think it's Melvin Gordon. Is he still there? I'd have to check on that. But um, six and a half, is, it's not even generous. I think that they're actually kind of showing the Chargers a bit too much respect. I think this should be higher than that, to be honest with you. So we'll see. Uh, the New Orleans Saints travel to the Northeast to face the New England Patriots. Both teams are one and one. That's a 12 noon kickoff as well. New England favored by three at home. Um, Mac Jones is going to be playing at home. And we don't know who the Saints are really at this point because James Winston threw five touchdowns the first week and completely disappeared last week. They need to get Alvin Kamara more involved. And I'm surprised Sean Clayton doesn't have a little more drawn up. I think his playbook was very catering to Drew Brees, which is why – they were able to make it work so well there. It's still surprising they actually only won one Super Bowl, but that just goes to show you how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. It's harder to win an NFL championship because there's only one game. You have a bad day, and you're bounced out of the playoffs. That's why there's ultimate parity in the NFL. You have a bad day, and it could turn into like two consecutive bad weeks, and you were a playoff team last year, and everybody said you're a Super Bowl contender, and then you don't make the playoffs the following year. When it's all predicated on one game, anything can happen. Um, I'd say the Super Bowl is one of the toughest to win, and then I'd say the NHL, the Stanley Cup final, the Stanley Cup after that because a hockey puck takes really, really weird bounces. And when a goalie gets hot and they can stand on their head, uh, it's going to make it very tough for the opposition. Um, But as far as New Orleans goes, I don't believe in Jameis Winston. I just don't. Otherwise, the Bucs would have held on to him. Um, Tampa Bay finally landed themselves a good quarterback. I don't know. This is, there's this guy that plays for them named Brady, who's really pretty good. Won seven Super Bowls, I think. So, I mean, they had some years where they just kept drafting bad quarterbacks and, you know, they would sign shitty veterans and they finally hit on one and they won their second Super Bowl. Um, as far as this game against New England, New Orleans, Patriots by three at home is a fair line. Um, out of all the rookie QBs, Mac Jones is playing the best. And, again, James Winston threw five touchdowns week one and disappeared last week. So New England by three at home is actually pretty fair, in my opinion. The Atlanta Falcons at 0-2 will fa- uh, head out to the Meadowlands to face the 0-2 New York Giants. This one's a pick em. I don't know why. This is the noon kickoff. They have the line at uh, the Giants by three. This is a pick em, in my opinion. I don't think either of these teams is good. Uh, Daniel Jones is not good. Matt Ryan's getting older, and he has no weapons. This is a pick em. Three, like, they're favoring the Giants, but this is a straight-up pick in my opinion. I don't see the Giants. Whoever wins, wins. This just isn't a – these are – neither of these are good football teams, and this is a pick in my opinion, 100%. But this is what they're going with. So they got Giants by three, and I'm not even going to 
it could be either team. I, I'd be interested to know what is the over under on this game. That's a good question. Let me check that out. Um, sixty three point four percent of the nation believes that the Giants are going to win. That's interesting. Uh, the spread is the Giants by three. That's a consensus. And the over-under is 47.5 points. There's no way. There's no way these two are combining for 47.5. I just don't see it happen. That's very, that's very, very interesting. So, yeah, I'm not touching that game. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh, again, another 12 noon kickoff on CBS. The Steelers are at home. They are 1-1, one and, one and they are facing the incoming Cincinnati Bengals at 1-1. One and one. Steelers by three is the line. They're giving them favor because they're at home, and they have a veteran quarterback, and also Burrow threw three interceptions last week. I think Cincinnati is sneaky, and I'm not saying they're sneaky good. I just think that they're sneaky, and I think they could sneakily just punch the Steelers in the face. And I could see Cincinnati coming out with a win here, but Pittsburgh by three isn't surprising at all, and I think that's a fair line. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals fly halfway across the U.S., uh, actually across the entire U.S. to face the Jacksonville Jaguars. Arizona is 2-0, and the Jags are 0-2. This is a 12 noon kickoff on Fox the line is Arizona by seven and a half. Sixty-five and a half percent of the nation believes the Cardinals are getting this, as do I. Uh, the over/under on this is fifty-two. I don't think Jacksonville's even like. So what are they saying? Arizona's going to put up forty points or so because I don't think Jacksonville is capable of even helping them get to fifty-two unless they put up ten of that or something like that. I just don't know. Uh, it sucks. It like to be Trevor Lawrence is interesting because. The guy hadn't lost a regular season game until week one of the NFL season. He never lost a regular season game in high school or college. That's saying something. But he's been the consistent number one pick since he took over at Clemson. And that's a lot of freaking pressure. That's a lot of freaking pressure. And you're given this guy who's considered a football god as your head coach. And he can't seem to figure it out. And apparently Urban Meyer wanted out after the first game of the season. He's not used to losing either. So the question is, how are they going to make this work? That's the real question here. Um, but Arizona by seven and a half only, that's interesting because the Cardinals are a way better football team than the Jags. However, the Cardinals have a terrible defense, and they should have lost to Minnesota last week. You can't miss a 30-yard field goal. So I can see, I, I guess, that and the combination of flying across the country and having a 12-noon kickoff where at home you'd have a 3 o'clock kickoff. I guess I could see seven and a half being justifiable. I don't like it, but I guess I can see why it's seven and a half. So I don't know. I have the Cardinals by at least two touchdowns, though, in my opinion. Um, two and zero Denver Broncos at three in the afternoon uh, at home against the zero and two New York Jets. The line is Denver by ten and a half. Um, I don't know. I like Teddy Bridgewater. Seventy-seven point one percent of the nation believes the Broncos have taken this game. The over/under is forty-one and a half. I don't see the Jets putting up that many points to get this to 41 and a half. So that means they think Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos being at home with the altitude and things like that is worth, what is it, 41 and a half was the over-under? 41 and a half is the over-under. So you, you're you basically telling me you think that the Broncos and all the combination of being at home and such and uh, things like that, they're worth 30 some odd points. I don't think that... I, Call me crazy. I just don't know if the score is going to get that high. A lot of these over-unders, I'm like, mm, who's making this? Like, who who's deciding these lines? Vegas, like, is 
somebody's drunk out there but it's vegas so somebody's always drunk out there but this just feels a bit much to me so i don't know but so be it but 10 and a half for denver is about right for me uh but at denver at 10 and a half and the, the over under ring 41 and a half it, there's got to be some give and take somewhere and it's they're playing the new york jets like they're not gonna happen it's not gonna happen uh, the two and Las Vegas Raiders at home at three uh, three o'clock three o'clock against the Miami Dolphins, who are one and one without Tua Tagovailoa. Vegas is favored by four and a half. This is interesting. The Dolphins are flying halfway across the country. Sixty two point six percent of the nation has the Raiders in this game. The over under is forty four, and again, it looks like Tua is going to be out. So you're only favoring the Raiders by four. That tells me that Vegas just doesn't really believe in the Raiders. Which I guess, I mean, I don't know who have they, you know, they beat the Steelers. We'll give them that. I forgot who they played in the first game. So it's like, okay, how much, we're not giving them much credit, especially being at home. So this is going to be a very, very interesting game. Like I said, with Tua being out, I would have figured that the line would be a lot higher than four and a half. This is just insane to me because I think... Looking back on it, who is that by ten and a half? Denver is the is the highest favorite team in any game this week, ten at ten and a half. That tells you how bad everyone thinks the Jets are. But the over under is forty one and a half. How can there's no way the Jets are gonna combine with the Broncos to put up that many points unless you expect Denver's gonna put up the bulk of those points. But yeah, I just don't see that happening. But I don't know. Vegas only four, only favored by four over the Dolphins. I don't, like, feels like you're giving Tua way too much respect. I don't think he's good enough to swing the line that much. I just don't. I, he's never, he's never fucking playing. He's always hurt. So that they're just showing them a lot of respect, in my opinion. Next up, the battle of undefeateds: the two and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, defending champions versus the Los Angeles Rams. That's a three twenty-five kickoff in LA. Tampa Bay is only favored by one and a half. So Antonio Brown is out with COVID. Um, the nation has the Rams fifty-five point four percent over the Bucks. That's very interesting. Uh, that's based off the ESPN uh, Football Power Index. The over/under is fifty-five and a half. I can definitely see that because Tom Brady can sling it, and so can Matthew Stafford. Um, what this is telling me at Tampa Bay by one and a half, it means that you favor Brady's weapons over Stafford's weapons just a tad bit, and um, you think that the Tampa Bay defense is good enough to hold, get a stop and a hold when they need to, and I have no problem with that. And even if it was one and a half, the Rams favored by one and a half, I wouldn't have a problem. This is more of a pick 'em for me. Uh, we expect both of these teams to be representatives in the NFC playoffs in the postseason and expect both teams to probably make a deep run. So where you could be looking at a potential NFC championship game matchup right here, it's a pick 'em for me, uh, even though I'm obviously pulling for the Bucks because I'm a Tom Brady guy. But this is a pick 'em. E- either of these teams could win, so we'll see. Um, on Sunday afternoon as well, 325 kickoff over on Fox. The Seattle Seahawks at 1-1 one one will face the Minnesota Vikings, who are 0-2. Uh, Seattle going on the road. They are favored at 1.5 as well. Um, call me crazy. This one is actually split down the middle. Uh, Seattle's predicted at 50.1%, and Minnesota's 495 
Uh, again, this is by ESPN's Football Power Index. The Vikings are the home team. The over-under is 55. Uh, I think Seattle's still a hair better than Minnesota, but Minnesota showed us they can score points last week. Had they not missed a field goal, they would be 1-1. One and one. So this is really a pick em. I don't know how they landed at Seattle at 1.5, but that's what they did. I got this one as a pick em as well, so I don't know. We will see how that one shapes out. And then Sunday Night Football, uh, this is my game of the week. I'm definitely looking forward to this. Green Bay Packers at 1-1. One and one. Fly out to San Francisco. This is a rivalry that kind of needs to be renewed. This was a big one in the 90s. Steve Young versus Bart, Brett Favre and the Packers versus the Niners. Uh, San Francisco at home on NBC, 7.20 p.m. kickoff that night. San Francisco favored by a field goal over the Packers. Uh, the nation has San Francisco and the ESPN Football Power Index at 61.5% favored in this one. The over-under is 50 points. This should be very, very interesting. Aaron Rodgers knows that he needs this win. Uh, to stay to keep pace with the not only the 49ers but the Bucks as well. Remember, there's only one bye now in the NFL playoffs. It used to be the top two teams got a bye because they added another playoff team, and now you have seven. Only the top team gets a bye. So the Packers cannot afford to lose this game. It, they need to keep pace. The Rams are two and zero. The Bucks are two and zero. The Cardinals are two and zero. The Niners are two and zero. They have to keep pace. The Packers absolutely need to win this game. Even though they play in a terrible division, they need this game. They need this game more than they know, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to play up to the competition. He's going to have a big night. I'm going with the Packers on the road. This is my pick. Packers on the road, lock it in. I have the Packers on the road. I can't give you a line. I think that three either way is probably about accurate, but I got the Packers on the road. And then Monday Night Football, the one and one Cowboys at home against the one and one Eagles. The spread, the line is four and a half by Dallas, or actually four for Dallas. Uh, the ESPN Football Power Index has the Cowboys at sixty-seven point four percent, and the over/under is fifty-one and a half. Dallas by four seems fair. Um, Philly hasn't really shown me too much. As much as I love Jalen Hurts, I don't know if he has the weapons to compete yet. Um, so Dallas by four is about right. You know, uh, Dak Prescott, I think, is a lot better right now, obviously, than Jalen Hurts is. But I think Jalen Hurts has tremendous potential, tremendous potential. So anywhere from four to a full touchdown sounds about right to me. So I don't know. That's probably a game. I'm, I don't know. I probably won't watch it. The game, again, that I'm really, really paying attention to. Two of them, obviously, Tampa Bay and the Raiders. I'm sorry, and the Rams. I'm sorry. Tampa Bay versus the Rams. And then I'm definitely looking at Green Bay versus San Francisco. And a lot of the other games, you know, the TVs will be on. I'll keep them on in the background. But those are my biggest ones. And, again, I'm going to take Green Bay by three over San Francisco on Sunday night. So that's all I got for you guys. Again, I'm going to post the link here for Courtney and Carl's podcast so you can listen to them as well. As always, my name is Derek Lamont Jackson. Um, Believe in yourself first and foremost, because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. Get those bets in. Get them locked into your bookie. You guys enjoy your football this weekend. Have yourselves a good one until next week. Peace out.